baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. On News Radio 930 WBEN, this is Buffalo Means Business, where local businesses and services tell their stories. I'm Randy Bushover. You have one of those stories to share? Send along an email at randy.bushover at intercom.com. With me, Jack Doyle, Director of Business Development for Doyle Security. Jack, thanks for making the trip down from uh, Rochester today, right? Thank you for having me, Randy. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. And uh, should point out that you guys are, well, regional and beyond now, from what I understand. So how many... Uh, places, how many, uh, well, outlets, I guess, would be the, the way to put it, do you have? Thank you for asking. I, so I'm, I'm excited to, to let you know that uh, we, we just completed a major acquisition downstate in the Hudson Valley, and uh, we now have seven locations at Doyle Security. So we are located as far west as Erie, Pennsylvania. Uh, we're right here in Buffalo. We're in Rochester, New York. We're in Syracuse, Albany, and now Catskill and Fishkill, New York. And very well established because you have a significant anniversary coming up, ironically, on St. Patrick's Day of this year. That's exactly right. So we were founded on St. Patrick's Day of 1919 by my great-great-grandfather. That's John A. Doyle. And uh, we started out as a private investigations firm. And uh, we, we've grown quite a bit through the generations. And uh, we're extremely proud of, of what we accomplished. Yeah, my math stinks. So that's four generations? Uh, so I would technically be the fifth. Fifth. Okay. Yeah. Right. See, I told you, bad, bad <laughs> math. I knew that was going to happen. Uh, and when you talk about security, are we just talking uh, personal security, home security, business, or all of the above? So right now, Doyle Security does home security, commercial security, video surveillance, access control systems. Think like key cards. We do fire safety, and we do um, medical monitoring devices. So think, you know, I've fallen and I can't get up type of devices. Ah, and uh, is there any one portion of that that uh, is larger than the rest? Or are they all pretty much part of the whole? Uh, it's all pretty much part of the whole, and, and it varies from uh, region to region in, in terms of uh, the people we have that, that are, are good at selling those things and uh, just the type of needs that the community have. And the commercial end of things is probably the one more people are familiar with, uh, uh, literally the the, the wiring in of the house to keep it secure from somebody trying to break in kind of thing? Yeah, the, you know, the traditional uh, uh, interpretation of, of security is, yeah, you know, you've, you've got your, your doors contacted and you've got motion detectors and, you know, you're detecting people trying to break into a home and you're dispatching the police. We do all that, but there's really so, so much more. Um, you know, one of the biggest things is the life safety devices that we sell, the smoke detectors, the carbon monoxide detectors, the flood detectors, um, all these different things that are, are going to help you and your family avoid a, a terrible situation, whether it's in, in the home or, or in the business. Um, we do a lot of that. So, yeah, fire safety and, and um, even things that are, are a little bit less critical. Um, we do refrigeration monitoring, for example, in, in commercial businesses. So uh, if you're a supermarket chain and you need to be just uh, really sure that uh, your refrigerators don't reach a, a temperature over 35, well, that's, that's something that, that Doyle would do. Sure. Now, um, it, it comes to mind, I, maybe I watch too many, too many movies, but you see something like Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, and you see Eddie Murphy's character using the, the, the piece of gum foil to, to defeat 
uh, a, a security system, or yeah. at least not trip a security system. Uh, not to use that necessarily as an example, but leading into the question of staying a step ahead of the people that you're trying to keep out of somebody's yeah. home or business. I, I get this all the time. I, you know, watching TV and you know, any conversation about security systems, there are definitely these fallacies that exist out there about, hey, just just cut the phone line and, and you'll bypass the security system. I, I, I promise you it really does not work that way. Um, we have all sorts of, of precautions that get taken, and uh, these new devices that we use um, are, are almost foolproof. You can't cut a phone line to avoid them. Uh, you can't jam them up. Um, there's really uh, not much you can do uh, to avoid being detected by uh, a really sophisticated system that we might put into a home or business. But even having said that, there must have been some changes in regards to how that's done or how that's implemented over oh, the years. Most, oh, most definitely. Yeah, there, there's quite a few things that go on. I'll, I'll give you an example. So um, our latest security panels um, that are wireless, um, those are our a little more cost efficient than uh, the, the more traditional hardwired systems you put into a home. Um, but because they're wireless, you know, when they were first invented, there was this possibility of jamming them up with uh, a radio frequency. So you would take like a CB radio or something and you'd put it to a certain frequency and, and you'd jam these devices up. Now, you know, the systems we have have adapted to, to that change and uh, they detect any time that uh, they're, they're signals are being flooded by a, a you know a, a malicious radio frequency so uh, like i said you know even these entry level wireless systems that, that we could put in are really pretty sophisticated in terms of what they're able to do and the fire safety concerns i, I know that uh, a, a lot of problem with certain detectors are like dust it'll yeah. sense the dust and that'll trigger it how sensitive are the components that you use and then is this uh, simply just uh, detecting smoke detecting co2 uh, co levels rather or yeah. things like that yeah so uh, i hate to give you a vague answer there, there are a variety of different devices um you know there are two primary types of smoke detectors you've got the the ionization type and and the photoelectric type and uh, you know, i won't dive into all the nuance of that but uh, there are different detectors for different scenarios and, and different uh, applications in the home there are certain ones that you'd want to have for, you know, an area near a kitchen. There are certain ones you'd want to have for you know, a bedroom type of environment. Um, and, and there are reasons to do that. And then another really important thing I'd mention, and uh, hopefully most consumers know this, but smoke detectors in particular, they're critical and they have an expiration date. Um, if you haven't taken a look, if you haven't tested it, make sure that uh, you haven't exceeded the manufacturer's recommended expiration date because um, they can fail and uh, they can you know, live past their expiration date, but uh, not always. So it's, it's critically important to, to the safety of your family to check those. Yeah, and, and another important point on that too, we're not talking just about the battery life because the battery generally, uh, what, uh, they're designed to last a year, mm -hmm. but the detectors anywhere from what, three to 10? Is that fair? For in terms yeah, of the, the typical manufacturers for a new smoke detector is typically going to be 10 years, but uh, there are some that are five or, or some that are in between. Talking with Jack Doyle, Director of Business Development with Doyle Security. This is Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN. You mentioned that video surveillance is something that you guys are involved in. Uh, is this something, uh, again, going to my you know days watching like Columbo and stuff, <laughs> uh, the unfaithful X or. 
is this uh, uh, companies doing some work about employees who filed certain things, uh, maybe a disability claim, that sort of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of other things, there's not really one answer, but uh, I can tell you, yeah, in, in a retail environment, you know, surveillance systems pretty common. And uh, sometimes that's, you know, loss prevention on the customer side. You know, you're, you're pointing it in certain areas that, you know, you, you want to avoid any uh, petty theft. But a lot of times, you know, you're, you're pointing this more towards the cash register, um, you know, trying to make sure that uh, you know, employees are, aren't uh, skimming off the top, that kind of thing. Gotcha. And again, just to talk a little bit about the sophistication of things, generally, Speaking of what you use equipment-wise, not computer-based, and again, because of security concerns, would that be? Uh, there's a variety of those, too. So uh, some equipment I, I would, yeah, I would consider to be digital in nature, um, and they use uh, digital protocols to, to communicate back to us. Um, but there are some that uh, are more analog types of devices that uh, are, are more hardwired into an environment um, and, and, yeah, kind of have that closed circuit um, nature to them. So uh, it kind of depends what the application is, but uh, there, there's certainly a time and a place for a closed circuit television system where you're, you're, there's no possible access from the outside if someone were to lose a password or something along those lines. Um, you know, the cloud has become really important to the security industry. Um, you know, people want to be able to access video feeds, for instance, from, from anywhere. They want to be able to just log onto a computer from anywhere in the world and, and access their video feeds. But um, along with that comes a certain vulnerability in the sense that uh, if you lose your iPhone, if you lose your password for, for your application, um, you could be vulnerable to, to someone accessing that or worse. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it kind of depends on what your comfort level is, um, regardless of what you do. If you're going to be using uh, video surveillance applications in the cloud, we recommend an extremely strong password um, and not to use it on any shared Wi-Fi networks. It, it occurs to me to ask, too, that, uh, again, uh, as we were just talking about the cyber aspects of things. Have you had to hire maybe less technicians to actually physically put these items that you have in the homes and actually have guys who are software savvy? That's a really great question. And the answer is, is yes, absolutely. We are uh, in, a, in this kind of transitionary period in our industry where you know, as, as we come to rely more and more on, on networking knowledge, um, you know, operating systems in the cloud and, and using internet protocol to, to have these panels communicate um, with our central station, our response center. Um, it, yeah, it, the, our focus has shifted a little bit, you know, whereas before you, you were looking at, at more an engineering type to be able to install these things where you're, you, someone needs to know the, the technical fundamentals of putting these things in, almost, you know, like an electrician skill set. Um, you know, we still need those things, definitely. But yeah, our focus is, is definitely uh, shifted in a pretty major way to those with um, some IT background, people that, uh, you know, know their way around a router, people that uh, understand uh, network topology. And uh, yeah, we, we've definitely focused on recruiting on that front. And uh, yeah, I mean, if you're interested in the security industry, is my little plug, you know, and you want to reach out to us and, and you have some IT savvy, we, we'd love to talk to you because that's a major part of our business. Yeah, that's where I was going to go next. Since we brought up the internet, I guess it's only fair to put out that, is that the best way to get a hold of you then? Yeah, so it, the best way to get a hold of us is at our website, www.godoyle.com. 
Um, or you can dial our main number, 866-GO-DOYLE, and uh, just, just ask to speak with any one of us, and uh, we'll point you in the right direction. But, uh, yeah, we have a career page on our website. You know, we, we do have positions that open pretty frequently. Uh, we're in growth mode as a company. You know, we've been growing quite a bit in Buffalo, and, uh, you know, we, we have uh, the, the friendly folks over here at Intercom to thank for that in part. And uh, we've, we've got a great and growing team, and, and we'd love to speak with anyone who's interested in a career with Doyle. Yeah, and you mentioned the phone number kind of laughing because we were mentioning off air <laughs> before the segment that uh, that is a pretty catchy tune. I mean, it definitely breaks through the clutter. That, Thank you. And, and people really, uh, it, it grabs their attention. So. I wish I could take full personal credit for that, but uh, <laughs> it, was, it was definitely a group effort. Some Someone else is getting the bonus this year for that. I, I think someone was uh, humming a tune in the shower and, and came up with it and, uh, yeah, threw it at the group and, and we're like, that's the one. Yeah. As long as we talked about uh, putting away, uh, putting aside some of the myths in regard to the, the business that you're in, uh, what are the things that you're most proud of as far as achievements at Doyle Security? Uh, well, it's funny you ask. So we are on the eve of our 100-year anniversary as a company, and uh, this is a, obviously a monumental milestone for any company. Um, but for a family-run business like this, privately held, um, it's been fully uh, controlled and, and operated within the family um, for five or four generations now. So I'm actually the fifth generation. I'm, I'm a, a small part owner of the of the company. Uh, I, I certainly intend to continue on that, the legacy when the time is right. Uh, my dad is the current president and CEO. Um, but we, you know we've grown, we've adapted through the ages. And as I mentioned, when we started, we were strictly in private investigations. And uh, over the years, we we've gotten involved in a number of different security related industries. We were in the security guard business for a long time. Um, back then, you know, we, we used to do, you know, big buildings downtown. We would have, uh, you know, facilities people. We'd have, uh, you know, security guards, uh, uniform security guards in uh, like the Kodak building in downtown Rochester, for instance. And uh, we had grown our workforce, you know, into the thousands. And, uh, you know, it, eventually we, we sold off parts of that business that had become a little bit less profitable and, and refocused our effort on this uh, electronic security that we do now primarily. Uh, but we've also been in armored cars. Um, I mentioned private investigations. Uh, we unearthed this uh, video from a, a news segment back from 1963 um, where we, uh, I actually kind of didn't realize, but we were doing uh, lie detector tests, um, uh, all sorts of different things. We did a uh, in-store loss prevention back when that was extremely popular at uh, department stores like McCurdy's. You know, we would put our people in there and, and they'd be uh, actively monitoring for shoplifting. And I guess the point is, uh, you know, we've been involved in, in protecting the community in, in some shape or form for 100 years. Um, and so, yeah, March 17th is the big milestone. We're extremely proud, extremely excited, and uh, just have so much gratitude to Buffalo, all the communities that we operate in, and uh, all of our fantastic employees that uh, have helped make this possible. It's just, uh, it's huge for our family, and it's its just huge for our community. Oh, well, again, congratulations for hitting the century mark, and Thank here's you. to at least a century or two more. Here, here. All right, Jack Doyle, he's Director of Business Development with Doyle Security. This is Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930, WBEN. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.